The Amazing People Podcast, episode 42. Welcome to The Amazing People Podcast, where ordinary people from all walks of life do amazing things in life and business, with your host, Chip Dizard. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Amazing People Podcast. My name is Chip Dizard, and I want to thank my sponsor, Rode Microphones, for helping me with this podcast and assisting I'm using their microphones exclusively for my podcast and for my video and for my video production work. So if you're interested in getting good quality microphones, I suggest that you go to roadmics.com. And when you go, make sure you tell them Chip sent you because uh, that's what I use and that's what I like, Rode microphones. So thanks a lot to them. All right. So today what we're going to get into is um, the last podcast I talked about working with a celebrity photographer. This podcast is all about weddings, and uh, I talked about this in a Web Video Chefs podcast about the wedding season, but I want to uh, go over some pitfalls that people make with wedding photographers and or videographers. Um, One of the things that I've been doing, if uh, this podcast is mainly about, you know, church tech or things that people are doing, but uh, this is be my stream of consciousness today and I have some points here talking and I've been doing a uh, wedding videography for the last f- f- four years five years yeah four years really since 2000 and probably 10 ish 10 yeah uh, really seriously probably since uh, 2011 12 so I've had my challenges and you know I've resisted for a while doing them and I I you know like most creative people said ah it's too much pressure too much work then some people say, oh, it's a lot of money in one day. But I was like, man, that's just a lot of work. But I, I ended up really, really enjoying it. Um, working with some great group of uh, people, uh, uh, males and females and on my team. And uh, mainly doing video, do some photos, but uh, but really enjoying telling stories. And I think that is why I continue to do it. And, uh, of course, you need to make a living. Uh, you have to upgrade equipment. It's a lot of pressure. Uh, one day, but I've had some recent emails and calls from brides. Uh, you know, when you're getting married, I got married 13 years ago at the time of this taping. And, you know, I was into media, but I didn't know anything about wedding photography. I didn't know anything about wedding videography. I just know I needed a video and I know I needed a photo. And we wanted to check that off the list. You know, a lot of times people want to check these things off the list to say because people say you should have them or you read websites or your family has one or you see them um you see them on pinterest pinterest is a big big wedding um clearing house for a lot of different ideas so anyway um quick story there's a young lady that uh called me back in july asked me about live streaming weddings that's a big thing and i know about that i've done live streaming of weddings and events and things like that And then I was just giving her all the technical information and I'll write a blog post probably about that, how to live stream your wedding on my Chip Desire Weddings website. So we were talking about it. She told me about the people that she hired and I think she already had vendors back in the time because she called me in July. I think our wedding was in maybe August. I I can't remember right off the top of my head. So then months later, she uh, emailed me or Facebook inboxed me. I had some issues with some of our photos and was just telling me, could I look at them? So I looked at them and I said, whoa. So some of them were good, but some of them were, you know, bad. And of course, photographer missed their shots. I'm not going to say the photographer's name or company or anything like that. 
um, because it happens. Um, We all have messed up. I mean, I don't know any vendor. If they're honest, let's let's be clear about this. If they're being honest, I don't know any vendor who started out says they have never messed up on a wedding before because I know it's happened early on in my career. And um, I've had one really bad experience and that almost took me out of that business. But I, I rebounded and, and gathered myself and, and got it back together. But that's for another a story, another time. So anyway, so I looked through their pictures and um, just saw some issues. I sent it to a colleague of mine. He saw some issues too. And uh, I want to give some advice to brides and people and even grooms who are looking or family members or anybody you know. Because one thing about um, weddings and love, people are always getting married, no matter what the economy is, no matter what is happening, uh, uh, no matter what the economy is doing, I'm, I should say. People are always falling in love. People are always getting married. Now, do they have money for these things? That's a whole nother story. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. But um, there are some things that you want to look for in your photographer and even videographer. I guess I'm biased to videography because that's what I really, really focus on. Um, and some people don't even bother getting a videography because they say, Hey, I can't afford it. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. Um, I just want to make sure that you have, you know, you get everything that that's owed to you. So the first thing is, uh, number one, you want to research vendors. Okay. And that is, uh, just basic. And when I say research, I'm talking about online and I'm not just talking about somebody who has a Facebook page or somebody's cousin. You know, I've heard stories where, oh, my mother's cousin does photos. You know, everybody in the family has a photographer. Okay. Let's be clear about that. All right. Everybody knows somebody who takes pictures, but do they take wedding pictures and do they do this? Do they have a website? Uh, how, 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 how is their style? All right. A lot of people get very popular on Facebook and post their things and post their studios and post the other stuff and, you know, all of this stuff online. But do they really have a legitimate business? And you can go Wedding Wire. You can go other things if you haven't seen. I'm not saying that if they're on Wedding Wire, they're they're legit or they're not. That's probably not, you know, still you just want to make sure. All right. And then the second thing, of course, once you do your due diligence and research them, you want to. Uh, look at some of their past work, okay? Number two, just look at their past work and past performance. Always is not indicative of what you can get, but you should have a standard to see. So when you look at my work now, I'm confident that when I put a product out there, you'll see a standard uh, that I, my, my team and I, we, we, we go forward and we look at this and we want to make sure that we hit that standard. And, um, you know, anything below that is not acceptable. So you want to make sure that there's a standard, uh, whether it's the photos, how they look, um, the list of photos that you want. Um, you want to make sure that you 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 look at that and, and you examine it because you are uh, making one of the biggest decisions. I don't want to say of your life because that sounds so overdramatic, but you're making a very big decision because you get one shot at this. You know, some people get two, some even people get three. But by the third time, you're not going to spend the thousands of dollars <laughs> on these kind of projects that you did on the first or second try. All right. So you want to make sure you look closely at the work and does it match up with what you want, you know? All right. Third thing, how do they relate to you? And that's a big, big plus. So as a wedding vendor, um, you can get uh, 
caught up with numbers. You know, we can get up. How many bookings do you have? You're just another booking. You blah, 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 blah. Oh, I got 15. Oh, I got 20. So I purposely, when I first started out, I took a small number of weddings, uh, not because I was, you know, well, first of all, I was busy and it's still a full-time job. <laughs> Second thing is that I wanted to get better at my craft instead of taking a lot more weddings. I wanted to take, you know, smaller jobs. When I say smaller jobs, I'm talking about smaller numbers and then do better work with them. So you want to make sure that how do people relate to you? Uh, There's a story and I'll put a link in the show notes. I was up in Connecticut with uh, Rachel Miller Salvo. She did her wedding. I went up there and, um, you know, one of the things I did with them is that I just got to know the family. So I was playing soccer and kicking around with them. Not that, you know, I had to. They didn't tell me I had to come play in the yard with them. But that's something that I did. And nobody told me to do this. So these are things that if people are going to be spending, you know, eight, nine, ten hours with you, you want to make sure that, you know, they know you and not just know you. Um, There's no way to get to know you well, but at least know something about your family. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, I want to say, you know, as a vendor, your clients are your friends. And, and that's hard to say, but you want to get to know them, you know. And, and when you know people, you do a better job for them. And when you know some things about them and you get make an intentional uh, uh, thing to know. And then plus that works for vendors anyway, because the people that you know better will refer you, hopefully. You know, sometimes the people you know the least uh, will will do the most for you. But, but at least in this business, it's all about, you know, this is so personal. It's not like a corporate video. It's not, you know, it's so personal. So you have to get to know the people. Okay. The fourth thing I want to talk about is rates and pricing. Everybody talks about that because everybody has budgets. You know, I was listening to a radio uh, talk radio the other day, Dwayne Wade, basketball star from the Miami. He got married to Gabrielle Union and he talked about how he blew his budget out the water. And, and the host asked him, how much did you blow it out by? He wouldn't tell, but you know, everybody has budgets. I had one when I got married. You have uh, a sky in a pie, uh, I, you know, idea of how much things should cost. And then you look at reality. You said, my gosh, especially as grooms, let's be real. Grooms, if you're listening to this, we're like, man, flowers cost that much? Are you serious? But then your wife said, I have to have these flowers. And you're like, come on. So here's what, I, what I've seen with budgets. So people put money and brides, you, you, you'll agree with this too. You put money for things that you deem important. All right. First thing people do always, they book a venue. That's just the most important thing. They book the church and they book the uh, the reception unless it's in the same place. All right. The first thing they do. Second thing they do, at least up top. And, and I have, I don't have the scientific study for this, but this is all from my head. I usually know I've been doing this a few years. So they get a photographer. Then they get the flowers. Then they ask their bridesmaids. Then they get the dress, of course. They have to get the dress. All right. So they get all of these things together. And then last down on the list, a lot of times is they wait for the videographer. Now, I've done weddings where, you know, I someone called me on a Tuesday and wanted services on that Saturday. And I, amazingly, I was free because I don't do as many jobs. But 90 percent of the time, you know, at least next year, I probably won't be that free, especially at that late date. All right. So you want to always ask about rates. So. Here's the thing about rates. Pricing is variable. So there's something called a market rate and you should know people, you know, I put my prices out there. 
some people say I shouldn't do that, but I just do because I want people to know up front. And then if you want to add, you can add on to that. All right. So usually people have things collections starting at twenty five hundred, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand. And if you can't afford that. So, uh, you know, the average wedding, at least and I'm in the Maryland, D.C. area, can range from twenty five thousand to thirty thousand dollars. And that sounds like a lot of money. And I know brides, if you listen to this, a lot of people take take pride in, um, you know, spending a lot less <laughs> and they brag to their friends. I got it for this because that's, that's just what they do. But then, um, you know, it's all good to brag to spend how 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 less you got. But then you want to make sure you brag about how your stuff looks, too. So that's the thing I think that you want to make sure that you know in the pricing because there's a market rate and I can't tell you what's in your market rate. But if you shop around and then you see the rates because people, um, at least vendors, will be in the same. I'm talking about photography, videography. I'm not talking about DJ catering, all that stuff. Uh, <clears throat> I'm talking about the, the market rate where people will be in the range. All right. And when I'm even advising of videographers and photographers to stay in that range, because you don't want to go too low, because if you go, somebody says, hey, I could do it for five hundred dollars. Yeah, they could. But, you know, that's one of my high school students uh, work. So or if somebody's really desperate. So you want to be in the range at least at least as the time of this taping, a minimum of twenty five hundred to maybe five to six thousand dollars. Now, that sounds like a lot. I know. But uh, below that, you won't get the quality and in my opinion, and the things you get now, you may, of course, strike gold. And I'm not saying this is always the case, but you want to, those numbers are just to play with in my area that I've seen. Now you have bonuses, you have extras, you have travel, uh, you have some other fees that you can incur. So just know that, that those numbers are, is a wide gap. So when people say how much did you spend, it could be, you know, I've seen as low as, you know, $1,500,000. I've seen as much as, you know, I know a guy that does celebrities and other stuff, 8500 for a wedding, $9,000, $10,000, So, I mean, it's a huge gap. So, just know where you fit in the gap. Adjust your budget accordingly. And uh, another thing, don't try to ask vendors to, to lower their price. Can they work with you? A lot of people... They may, if it's off season, they may work. When I say off season, like a fall wedding, maybe a December wedding, maybe a January wedding, they'll work with you. But during peak season is July, August, June, summertime. Uh-uh. They, most vendors are busy and they can get work and they don't need to dumb down rates. So um, I'm not a big fan of even asking people to dumb down their rates. Their rates are what they are and that's why they have them. All right, so. If you can't ask for dumb, dumbing down rates or getting a discount, what can you ask for? So what you want to ask for as a bride, you want to ask for any bonuses. So I offer bonuses. So if you sign with me by a certain date, so when this wedding season, you sign with me by December 1st and it's the fall now, you'll get a free love story or your, you know, $750 value. You'll get the drone services if you sign with me. You know, so uh, you'll get a movie poster. People love those things and it'll be printed and big and blown up. So what do you want to get as a bonus and what can you offer as a bonus? So ask, uh, are there any bonuses? Because sometimes you never know because these bonuses are time sensitive. So you want to make sure you ask about bonuses and any other kind of special offers. Uh, do you want to film? You know, do you want to uh, some people film? People buying the dress, not buying the dress, or trying on dresses. All right. And uh, the whole thing with the bridesmaids and everything like that. So you want to make sure that you 
ask for those. So those are the five things. Research vendors, you look at their work. How do they relate to you? You want to ask about the rates and pricing. And then you want to ask about bonuses. Uh, I could have got, probably gone on a lot longer about weddings. But uh, if you want more information about my services, you can go to chipdesardweddings.com slash blog. And I will have this on the blog. And you will see um, about things about photography and videography. So I hope that you consider uh, not only my services, but someone who is good. I mean, you know, I, I intend to help people. And rather, rather, whether you use me or not, you need quality pictures. You need quality video because that is one of the most important days of your life. And, you know, truth be told, if you ask people, they either love their wedding video and photos or they hate it. <laughs> Sometimes she's like, eh, you know, mine is more like, eh, it's VHS day. So I can't really say I love it, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> so I want you to have a great day. Make it a great year. And thanks for considering me and any of my colleagues out there in this wedding world. God bless.